Ah. Ah. Do you have a higher note than that? But it can't go higher. At all? No. Ah? Ah. 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 Oh, the, uh, okay, now just what's your safe word? Ah. <laughs> Welcome back to What's Your Safe Pod. I'm Am. I'm Mr. Christopher. And today we are recovering. <laughs> the energy's still a little low. Some people have tummy aches because they've been uh, I had eating too terribly much and probably I had, too it, much sex. I don't think it was eating at all. I don't know if I, I don't remember the last well, time I ate. Well, that might be why you have a stomach ache. You're not eating. <sighs> Jesus. Um, but how are you doing, Daddy? How is your Folsom? Welcome back. This is the Wholesome Folsom episode. I don't know if it's wholesome, but <laughs> oh, there, there was a lot of holes. holes. What do you mean? <laughs> How many holes did you get? Uh, mine got played with quite a bit. Thank you very much. Oh, good for you. Um, mine didn't. Oh, but your mind was drained. Oh, no, I'm fine with my hole not getting played with. That That's fine by me. I know. Um, but yeah, no, I did plenty of a hypno. I had a, a guest in town. Um, it was a... All, I think we should start with like our... like. How was Folsom? Give it a solid, just a review in four words. Ooh, uh, a review in four words. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was nonstop fun work play. People great. Folsom okay? Question mark. Question mark yeah, goes on the okay. The fair. Folsom okay. I, I think we're getting old and jaded though, because the fair just. Yeah, it was it's it's not doing it for me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, so the fair, let's 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 give credit where credit is due. Um, the fair post COVID was a mess. It was messy. Mm. Um, and not in the fun like getting messy sort of. It was like there were no food trucks. There was no water. There was no sunscreen. They pretty much got all of the organizations of the city not helping anymore. Um, and to their credit this year, they're doing social media. They're posting maps of the event that I can see. Are they doing social media? I, they I saw still don't have a media. Twitter feed. They aren't good at Twitter. They have an Instagram person. I think they, they're doing Twitter as a uh, revolt. They're, they're not doing Twitter on purpose because of Elon Musk. Do we know that, or are you just saying I'm that? I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm guessing. We don't. I'm, we don't I'm know. The okay. benefit Stop of making out. fake news, please. <laughs> we don't know that. Um, but they're not. They're not perfect. But they. They had tons of food trucks. Mm -hmm. They had water that I. Ooh, got they tons had of water, water tanks this time, and that was good because you could just refill it with your water bottle. So when you that's a pro tip. When you go to one of these fairs, bring a water bottle and sunscreen. I didn't find a sunscreen tent, but I know they no, existed. No, there was one. There was, there was. I just didn't look. Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't get burnt because we were only there for a short amount of time, mostly because uh, to, on the low end, it's been, I have I have um, our sources, uh, Race, Bannon, say, on a low end, it was a 250,000 people. Ooh, doesn't that usually bring 400? At the highest, I think, in the past histories of Folsom, 400 was a large estimate. Mm. But at the very least, 250,000 was the estimated. Wow. So that's a lot of people on a very narrow but somewhat long street fair. And so we, our initial experience, we're going to talk about the whole weekend, but just okay. Folsom outright, I can't help but compare it to Berlin that we just went to. Oh, sure. Berlin was quieter. It was tons of people. Not 250,000, granted, but tons of people. Tens Berlin's of only two blocks. I know. It's a much smaller fair. I know. I would say it's the size of Dory. And so that compared Folsom Berlin compared to Folsom SF. Folsom Berlin was quieter, uh, cleaner. No one was having sex that I had to jump over. Yeah. And that's a huge difference for Folsom. Oh, so, and, and, and I don't think people understand this because if you uh, read Twitter comments about the public nudity and sex going on at Folsom, they're they're like, oh, how can you be doing this in the street? That's what traditionally this fair has been. <laughs> it's no, been absolutely. a fetish fair and people have sex on the street. Um, now. Really? Mm -hmm. yeah, that is against the rules on Folsom site. I, they they, is, they say know, it's against the rules. I'm just stating However, that. either they can't police that. it. I'm not trying to police it. Or uh, <laughs> they just turn a blind eye. And I think traditionally they've always turned a blind eye to it. And so does the cops and health department and everyone else. Um, because it's a huge street festival. And so long as people are having fun and being respectful and consensual, I don't have any problems with that. Um, there, uh, For me, like we were there for a friend's bondage demo. Our friend Lux and mm -hmm. uh, Bondage Otter were doing a demo live on stage. 
But this is the biggest thing for me with Folsom. We're getting right into it, y'all. Ooh. Wow. Uh, we'll get Hot we'll takes. get into the the backgrounds too. But okay. for Folsom, it felt like I was being punched in the face repeatedly with interactions and stimuli and things happening. I would turn left. There's there's someone getting getting it. You know, I turn right. There's a bunch of straight people having intercourse over there. Um, I, I look in front of me at the bondage stage. There were four bondage demos all happening within of the same time, a 20 foot radius of each other yeah. all at the same time. And I didn't even know Lux and, and bondage auto were doing their thing until a minute or two into their demo. Cause I didn't know they were going, you didn't there know which so stages happening. they were going to be on. Cause there were four of them. No, um, I was standing right in front of their stage and I was looking at the guy. There was a guy next to them. <laughs> there was a guy next to them that had, he had this, um, she wasn't skinny. She was not large, but she was like a good size lady. And she was suspended face down, like off the ground. And he physically jumps on her and starts bouncing on top of her as she's Ow. suspended. And I'm just like, first like, of all, like a bouncy horse. Literally. I, I, I can get into that. There was no, there was no shock absorbers. So <laughs> she was fine when she got down, but I was like, oh my gosh, that's intense. So I, of course I didn't see Lux and Vince starting. Yeah. They were, they were just getting started. So, like, it was too much all at once. Well, yeah, and that's what that fair always sure. is. It just finished. I really enjoyed it because I got to be a pony. I got to do my new pony outfit. Yeah, it was and, fun. And so I had this new pony, like, jockstrap and leg harness, and they made an insertable tail that uh, had a ball. It has a ball. A fetish Daddy is the one who created it for me. Uh, it is a ball hook that was chained to my upper harness. And then I wore my pony hood that Mr. S made me. And um, so the purpose of the ball hook is to create tension. So the tail, which is attached to the hook, that's also attached to the harness, has a hard point that it yeah. wags. Yeah. yeah. And it wags back and forth. But I was very nervous going to the fair because I didn't want anyone to grab that tail. If someone grabbed that tail, they could injure me. Yeah, <laughs> you're asshole. My ass. Especially after a bunch of fun that you had that So week. I was a little worried. <laughs> Well, that, that sounds like you had a good time, but is there anything that you would like to... Mm, okay, so, and actually, that tail is a perfect segue. Not that uh, tail. Here's a, here's a tail for you. Um, so, the only I was very nervous. The only person who was a little problematic with it was a drunk girl oh, um, no. who came straight for me. I saw her coming at me. Uh, she got very handsy very quickly. And I forget what she was saying, but she's clearly drunk. And I, I like, her. I moved around. So I'm like facing her and then she tried to pet me and everything. And I'm like, uh, -uh I'm, I no, thank you. And then she's like, called me some name i don't even remember what it was and then it's like you know what don't don't come at people and touch them without their consent and that's what i was very worried about because i i'm noticing that the fair has grown with a lot of straight people uh and they tend to get really crazy drunk and that's not good for the rest of the fair and the, the environment there. It, it ruins the vibe because i had a similar person when i was in my pup put as well um, and I, I liked the fair. I give it a, I would give it a solid 6.5 out of 10. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a bad time, mm -hmm. but it was, it was a lot. And everyone was, by the time we got there around like three and the fair goes to what, six or so. I think it's in hard end at six. Yeah. yeah. So we were there, you know, the tail and ha ha ha. And there was a few people that were far too drunk and there was a lot of people, just lots of, lots of sex in the street, which again, I'm fine with, but I had to like jump over people who wouldn't get out of the way when I was trying to get through places. And the, Wait, the lack of what do you of mean by jump sense. over people when they're laying in the street? Yes, they're like full on fucking on the on the oh. side of a building, and, and and then that's the only way that we could go through because the porta potties were in this area, and yeah. so it was it was a lack of awareness and a little bit of lack of consent. Like I always have people that like grab grope at one of the bar events. I was in line for a drink, and someone just comes up and uh, grabs my crotch, and then. I was wearing like booty shorts. He's like, oh, no, no chap shorts today. And like puts his hand on my back. And I'm like, ha, it, uh, 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 please 
stop for me it's my nipples if if i'm shirtless um people at the bar will just but you reach out and tweak them you're shirtless i'm asking for it clearly (laughs) we we walked a few blocks of the the event though we got i think we saw probably about half of it yeah but it took us an hour and a half to walk through half of the just the main fair it was a lot of people so to your point, like I want to, I do want to call it like the history of Folsom is like anti gentrification. You know, the Soma district was looking like an up and coming place that people wanted to capitalize on and companies wanted to move into. And Folsom started as an anti gentrification march for artists and the biker clubs and the queer people that lived there because they were ousted out of militaries and, and whatnot. And it was affordable. And so the Folsom started as this like anti-capitalism thing, you know, and what's what what bugs me is it's gotten so capitalist now, like it's so much capitalism <laughs> and there's a certain it's much like kinky pride sort of or like pride being capitalist and all that. There's a lot of uh, similarities with like this discussion that I find. But as it evolved, Folsom happened to be on the street where most of the leather bars were mm-hmm. in the 80s and 90s um, and right next to Ringgold Alley, which was a big cruising uh, street. Um, so the fair started bringing all the leather and fetish people to it yeah um because their bars were right there on the street so it was the perfect place for them to <laughs> drink and enjoy a fair <laughs> and it brings so much to the city so it's a great thing i just think that there needs to be a certain level of awareness and respect that comes with that a lot of these people that come to the fair don't realize its history obviously and mm-hmm. don't don't know that it's it's a primarily what started as a very queer event for the city to you know be aware of our community and has definitely grown. And with it comes a lot of rambunctious people that are just and excited growing to have sex. Pains. Yeah, some growing, growing pains. pains. Um, but all in all, I had a great event. What the best part about the event is that it brings people into the city. Mm-hmm. It brings people in the city. It's it's huge on just community. We saw tons of friends that were in the city because they were here for the event. And what was really nice was the Leather Cultural District put on a full week long event and planning thing. Every single day there was an event at the Eagle. They closed down the block. Uh, I did a demo. The mayor talked uh, the week prior to Folsom Street. Um, I broke a paddle on Artie's ass. Um, it was great. <laughs> so it was a very fun week leading up to the fair. And a lot of people come in early. They come in like Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, yeah. um, it's an excuse for people to let their, their flags fly, to have fun. And everyone's welcome. Just be a bit more mindful and consensual because it is not Halloween. <laughs> well, but it's kind of like, it's like kinky Halloween, right? Well, and every kink is on display there. And that's yeah. what's great about uh, uh, Folsom. Uh, you'll see people whipping each other. You'll see people uh, flogging, demos, see piss play. You see fucking, you see sucking, <laughs> you see pissing. I mentioned that already. You said fisting. Fisting. Um, That's what I was going to say in the streets. And these are all kinks that are on full display uh, that people that go to this fair know will be there. But back to Halloween that I was trying to segue to. It's Balloween from today's sponsor, Manscaped. Now, we want to make sure that you bring your cleanest shave that you've ever seen this Halloween. (laughs) Okay. Because it's almost Halloween. But when this goes up, it's going to be, it's almost spooky season. What if you're a werewolf? What if you're always, what if I'm an a werewolf? What if you want to be a very smooth Casper the Ghost? Oh, no. Uh, 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 uh. I'm an a werewolf that knows how they like their bushes to be uh, trimmed. Trimmed. Gotcha. (laughs) So maybe you would like to try the new handyman from Manscaped. It's the best way to get rid of the stubble and make sure you have a nice clean set of skin. Or maybe if you're a werewolf, you could just like, you know, the lawnmower 4.0 that has guards. Oh. <laughs> Featuring a compact design and next-gen skin-safe technology, all of Manscaped's technological hair shavers are not only meant to reduce nicks and cuts, but to make sure that you have the hair the way you would like it, whether it's above the waist, below the waist, or maybe you have hair on your Can you get hair on your waist? I, I have hair on my waist. Oh, okay. It's waist hair. I call it my waistcoat. <laughs> Please. <laughs> 
So if you would like to try out any of Manscaped's wonderful devices from the Lawnmower 4.0, which is great for manscaping, to the uh, skin safe technology of the handyman to get that stubble down, you can go to manscaped.com and use offer code WATS20 for 20% off and free shipping. Again, you can, for the spooky season, get your ghouls and gourds shaved. Do you remember the one time we did a Halloween themed and episode? We, and we shaved the pumpkin with the Manscaped razor. <laughs> yes. that, was, that was so funny. The skin safe technology does a great job also uh, cleaning out the guts of a pumpkin, apparently. <laughs> yeah. And are good for both wet and dry use, as we also as demonstrated we with the there. Just to be careful. <laughs> and for the wolfman out there, maybe you need a little Beard Hedger Pro Kit to make sure that the mane stays away from mange. You don't want mange no. as a wolfman. So, again, check out manscaped.com. Use offer code WATS20 to get 20% off and free shipping. Again, thank you, Manscaped, and happy spooky season. Was there anything that spooked you at the fair? Uh, no, but now that you mention October, Locktober is coming up. And mm -hmm. one thing I did notice at the fair was the Kink 3D booth, uh, was hopping. They had so many people trying on chastity there at the fair. That was a brilliant idea on their part. My favorite thing, not just at the Kink 3D booth, is the chastity dance that people do, where they have their, their shoulders hunched over because they're trying to get down to their pelvis, but they're also trying to stick their pelvis out. It's almost like a little like time warp dance of them like shuffling around and moving. And I, there's I, always ironically, multiple at any one point. <laughs> ironically, that's the best stance for flogging someone because their back is kind of oh. flared it's out very, and like, ready to hit. Yeah. But you also mentioned uh, something that was on my radar today, which was a bunch of, uh, and this kind of goes hand in hand with the kink at Pride too, uh, like the kink shaming that happens of people that are there at a fair doing kinks with people uh, with just that have consented to things like there was this one video of people fisting and how it was like though this is why i hate being gay was all these like republicans or very sex negative people were quote tweeting and it's it's baffling to me that you're going to go go if you went or tweet about a kink fair and then be like kink shame I i'm think, so surprised i think that is because I, I i looked I, I saw a lot of those comments and i looked at where they're from and they're like from virginia and the and you know they've never come to this fair they don't know what it is um it's a different mindset uh right because we are so sexually open and free here in san francisco but they are not used to that in their communities so they think um that children are watching or something and that uh, consent is not happening. I can guarantee you all of the things that I witnessed, consent was happening. Yeah, and um, yes and no. Uh, so in that fisting specific instance, like the two people that are having sexy fun times, technically it's actually against the Folsom rules. I'm not gonna be that actually guy, but like, in their rules, they have to follow the rules, and they they. they but so are the people fucking and sucking. I know and pissing I'm on just each saying, other. I'm just and saying, and that is every like I'm four people. I'm stating a fact. I'm stating a fact. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's all. Okay. Um, if you're gonna go to a kink fair like that, you're gonna see kinks. There's a, a certain implied consent, or even just you should know what you're gonna get into if you go to that thing. Right. You know, like the same way you you know, daddy, that you're gonna run into some drunk girls that are gonna be like, ah. And, and you, I, your can, own respect, I can able still to go, hate it. Me, please don't. No, you don't have to love it. Uh, you don't have to love it. But you can say uh, respectfully, do not touch. Uh, I don't know you. I may not have said respectfully. <laughs> I was like, I'm off. stating <laughs> off <laughs> <laughs> back. <laughs> um, but to that same degree, I like did a cross with my fingers and went. <laughs> but to that same degree, while while Folsom is not for kink shaming, um, you also have to be mindful of the crowd and where you are and what you're doing. Um, and there was one instance that I do, would you like to explain? Because oh, are, are we going to talk I, about this? We, I think so, we should because people were asking, I, and I want to start out by saying before okay. you go, yeah, that when I saw it in person, not anywhere close enough to see anything, but I was like, oh, that's an interesting display. And, and I was under the impression, oh my God, it's dirt. And even someone was like, oh, that's so quirky and funny that he's got just dirt all over his body. Do you want to explain? Okay. So there is a uh, local person here. You can in, keep it as, as ambiguous as possible. In San Francisco, um, he was at the fair and um, we recognized him and we walked up to him and someone with us want, went in to hug him. 
And he immediately put his arms out and said, no, 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 no. <laughs> and uh, arms like, and then I immediately figured out why. And it's because his chest was smeared with shit. And on the back of his, uh, on his back, someone had written scat pig in shit. Um, now, so I definitely didn't hug him. And I stood back a little bit. And I kind of watched him for a while, and he was very careful not to let anyone get close to him while I was standing there watching him. So I was like, okay, that's a bold move. That's a very bold movie. I, I don't know if I could ever do that. Probably could have done differently is use chocolate or something um, because there's no guarantee that uh anyone would bump into him or run into him even though he was being very careful and he was not when we saw him he was not in the middle 000. of it i know i know that you were argument. not around him the entire time i know and i have my own thoughts on this i'm not kink shaming people into that i see people wearing their brown latex all the time with much more overt like i'm into this go off have your fun do your things but you cannot do that kind of shit quite literally <laughs> because it's a health problem that's too we easy. had we had health professionals texting us about this saying mm -hmm. you can't do that there's this and that and this giardia e coli i don't care how long we saw and the him. health problem is him touching anyone else yeah and and shit shit leaves bacteria for many hours so i possibly even days i get I think. all that so in hindsight what if he had four people around him with traffic cones and <laughs> caution tape as if he's like as if he's because yeah. to me it was like a performance statement it was a performance i have nothing piece. against art and statements yeah this was not as this is different than people that were trying to in that thread respectfully we're like, well, what's the difference between this and piss play? I'm like, piss play is a, an agreed upon thing where you have one person pissing on another person. Again, they're not supposed to do it at Folsom, but they're going to. And if I'm not seeing that piss go from the person's dick that's in someone's mouth, I, I also don't care. But yeah. in this, he is not having a consensual conversation with every single person he walks past who are bumping into him because they're drunk as fuck. Yeah. That's a health risk. And you can't do that, especially when we have the people already upset about the consensual fisting that's happening at a kink event. Yeah. They're going to have a field day with someone covered in Yeah, and I shit. understand that, and I get it, and that's why I took it down. But I do think it was bold of him to do that. It was bold. And give a little bit Next time, of a limelight for some brown scat paint. players who are too scared use to come out publicly rich. about it. The problem, and that was my argument, was if he had just used chocolate... We wouldn't be talking about this. It wouldn't have. Yeah, we would have. It would have been, been like, that's a really fun, interesting. I don't want a controversy to bring light to things. That's the sure. worst way to bring light to something. Because yeah. it, it sets it in a really bad light. Because now the scat players are going to get even more shit. Sorry. I'm, and I need another word <laughs> than shit. I'm not trying time. to. I'm not trying to. They're going to need more crap. Well, fuck. <laughs> They're going to get more excrement from their butt poured on them on social media. Which they would be into because that's what their kink is. I, I'm not kink shaming here. It's a, totally is not a smart move. We already get people that post pictures of Folsom and say it's pride. Yeah. We don't need people thinking, doing that same thing and saying, oh my God, look, they put shit on themselves in front of the children. Well, there's kink shaming at pride and now there's kink shaming at Folsom. Yeah. No kink shaming at Folsom. Yeah. Just be conscious and smart. You guys, come on. Like, I don't want to, I, I, I'm not, I don't know how to, better way to say that I don't want to put them down besides just be smart, please. Cause that's a health risk. That's a health risk. Can yeah. we agree on that? No, I agree on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I completely get that point. Um, I just like the boldness of his statement. That was it. Yeah. So if he was able to do that without touching anyone, which there is no guarantee that he could. Uh, at all. 250,000 people. At a fair. At least. You can't, I anyway, understand you're trying to play devil's advocate, but yeah. straw man arguments and fallacies like that don't make an argument. Yeah. The and fact the, is. The other thing is we don't want to play into the right wing's hand. Correct. Give them more ammunition against us because they already think that kink is a mental Not problem. to use a piss plate. Then that trickles down to just us existing. Yeah. No, I get it. Communicating to us, even having a podcast, we already get restricted on every platform. It's, it's, it's. So, what is respectful. your opinion on the fisting then? I don't. That was in the streets. That, that is okay. Again, that is between people that have consented to put a fist in someone. Okay. It's still indecent and still against the rules. But I'm not telling people not to do things unless you start to cause a health risk. Someone who's got their chastity cage out getting tied up. I don't care about that. I don't know why enforcers are trying to stop that from happening. I don't even care about the piss play. I don't care about all this straight dick I saw fucking, you know, in the streets. It's not for me to police. 
But when you start to put a bad rap on the community because you wanted to make a statement that could have been made in so many other ways, that's where I, I, I draw the line. I'm like, come on, use your use your brain power a little bit more. But if he had used chocolate, people would just want to lick it off. Especially, that, well, <laughs> that is its own commentary altogether. But that makes it fun. Actually, that would have been better. Yes, it would have. Because it would have been so stupid. And people would have been like, it's have, just chocolate. You could have licked down. the S off and it'd be cat play. <laughs> What, what really grinds my gears is people, he 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 asked people what they thought, and they told him don't do that, and he still did it. Sure. So that's that's our take on that. I, I Again, I'm not king-shaming, but you got to be smart about what you do in the public. Um, let's talk about the week itself, because I'm okay. sure that you have tons of fun moments. Oh Would God. you like to tell me about how you stopped a caper? I stopped a caper? What's a caper? What? Well, you, you were getting a locks on a bagel, and they didn't have any capers, so you said, stop right there. No, the, the computer. Oh, you stopped a oh computer I completely robbery. forgot about that. How did you forget about that? <laughs> um, yeah, so um, I was doing a collab with a model, uh, and I took him to Castro Tarts, and Ray Spannon was there, and we had lunch. And as we were having lunch, uh, there was a woman on the table on the outdoor sidewalk uh, eating lunch as well, and her laptop was next to her on the thing. Well... Two guys were walking down the street in masks and like like uh, COVID, like masks. COVID masks, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, they snatched the laptop and took <gasps> off. And she's like, ah, she screamed. And that's when I that, realized what happened. But they were tearing off. Race tore off after them. I'm like, you're never going to catch them because <laughs> um, I watched them run around the corner toward Collingwood Park. And then race tore, ran around the corner to Collingwood Park. And I'm like. Okay, well, he's gonna he's gonna give up half a block and come back. How old is Race? Do we know how old Race is? Race, because he's sprite. Oh, I don't he, want to say the wrong. Okay, name. we're not gonna say. But, okay. Race, you're impressive. If you were, you're running after thieves he over is, here. He is definitely over sixty four. I'll say that. Um, <laughs> how's that? Doesn't look a day over forty though. No, <laughs> that's why he's ageless. He's timeless to me. So, so he followed. didn't come back within fifteen minutes. So then I'm like, oh, did he confront them? Was oh, no. he hurt? Was what's happened? So then I run up there and ran around the corner didn't see him i got all the way to collingwood park no one in sight <gasps> and then so i was just kind of walking looking around and i saw the two guys running down the hill towards me and go up a side street and i was like oh that's them and so i i turned my phone on and started recording and i ran up the hill and i was out in the opposite street behind them and i kind of used a van to block me so they didn't see me and i recorded their faces and they were stopping panting for breath but yeah. they were also calling an uber at the time so i got on the phone with 911 at the same time i learned later race was in a car driving around looking for them with a friend who saw him and he jumped in uh anyway we kind of triangulated them because i kept watch watching them and i was on the phone with 911 the police stopped their uber and Arrested, got it back? arrested them and got nice. the laptop back. So I guess that's what being diligent could do. Because I was literally be careful. I was like, "Stop, thief!" <laughs> and racist tearing up the street. I'm like, Jesus. you know, there's a game called Caper in the Castro that was like an old Linux, like turn-based or like text-based games. Um, and it's a, the first queer game, thought to be one of the first queer games, and it's literally about the Castro and a les the great world-renowned lesbian detective. Who's really? trying to stop a, a murder and a How drag queen who got this? I googled it, um, but Are yeah, you Twitch stream this. No, I don't know, it, but it talks about HIV and it raised money for HIV research back in the day. So wow. yeah, good okay. for Caper in the Castro. Actually, I want to play this one. I don't know if we can. It's like so old. I tried. <laughs> Be gay, stop crimes. Essentially. All right. Yeah, um, so I, I completely forgot that. That was a lot of drama and, and interesting. And then I back. then I went back with this uh, model and he, he nice put lunch. me in a straight jacket and fucked my ass. Oh, oh, okay. So I was I didn't even have shower. Our week started out nice though. We went to the Tama film the movie with friends. We had oh, a really nice good. time. Uh so uh uh you had dad the the doberman came and visited me as well so he came in a couple nights before Artie. that already and we uh he, so lovely such a good such a good doyle 
A what? Good dog. Oh, good a dog. Doyle? Doyle. <laughs> dog. <laughs> um, and uh, so we did that demo on Saturday because Graylin needed help because he had booked. And we already act. talked about that in the last <laughs> Did we? Yeah, so maybe don't talk about that again. Let's stick to the fulsome. Uh, no, but we went to the Tom of Finland movie with a full cast of just, it was full of leather people. Mm. And it was really nice to watch because... I mean, like in any theater environment, that movie's lovely. I've seen, I've watched it once out of a theater. It's not as impactful, but when you're sitting in a room full of people all dressed in leather, uh, it's 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 nice. Everyone laughs at the same part. It's a great movie too. I forgot how good it. Is. I, I saw it when it originally came out, uh, but watching it again, it it touched me. I, I cried. Yeah, I always get a little teary eyed. I definitely yeah. cried the first time, but I, every time it gets you right in the feels because it's about Tama Finland, a great artist who. While, while he's had his own missteps and own controversies, because no one's perfect, he always did right by the community. He tried to talk about uh, condoms when they first came out. And when the HIV epidemic was happening, he would, he started putting condoms in his art. But it also explains why so much of his art was um, uh, military and yeah. uniform themed, because he was in the military. Um, and that was his coming out. Uh, and that was his... Yeah. It was taking back his trauma. Yeah. In many bit. ways. Yeah. Um, but it's really well shot. It's gorgeously edited. It it calls little, it gets little jabs at the community and talks about like IML and talks about condom use and talks about like the sex negativeness of overseas versus how sex positive we are here. And it's such an interesting juxtaposition because now you kind of see a little bit of a flip here where America's so sex negative. Yeah. And like places like the Finland or Germany seem more sex positive in some ways. But it's it's an interesting commentary, and, and it'll be interesting to see how it ages as uh, we both get older. I think it's going to age just fine. I think so, too. But I just mean, like, it's an interesting commentary and how that will age. Yeah. Um, but you had already in town, and I know you guys had plenty of fun. But I also had um, my hypnotist friend in town, who my, my mate in Hypnodom, mm -hmm. um, who stayed with me. And it made for a really nice, it made for a really nice week. It's very casual, and we're all very low-key, no-drama sorts of vibes. Um, but my favorite part was as he was getting into town, we were talking about, you know, the weekend, you had your guest, I had mine. And at one point, uh, it was stank of all days. He was like, oh yeah, well, we'll go to stank tonight. And then Chris was making murmurs of like wanting to do a hypno scene. And I was like, and he was like, are you okay with that? And so Wait, I was like, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I would love to do. I mean, I, I don't care if I do hypno with daddy. It's, it's, I didn't say hypno with daddy. I said, absolutely. I don't care. Like, obviously I'm fine. And then that night, we're about to leave uh, Stank, which, by the way, I was given, and I quote, uh, someone asked if they could smell my armpits at Stank, which is a, an armpit night at the, the powerhouse. Stank, stinky pits. Yeah, yeah, it's a contest. It's yeah. like a Miss America pageant for who has the best stinky pits. And somebody said, can I smell your armpits? And said that my armpits had a hint of patchouli and new kids on the block. Ooh, that is not a good review. Uh, what patchouli? is that supposed to smell? Isn't patchouli like a, I don't know. It's what, like an oil. It's, I hate that smell. <laughs> and new kids on the block, which I don't know what that means. Uh, young, I think. New youth. kids on the block. It must be youth. Had a bunch of stink. Yeah, but no, I, food I, I don't like patchouli think. oil. I don't know what that meant. Yeah. I don't know what that meant. Thank you for the shout out, whoever thought that. <laughs> but um, then we went outside. We were getting ready to go. And and my hypnodom is like, okay, Chris, are you ready to go? And Chris from Leather Day Skin Co. Oh. comes out of nowhere. I'm like, oh, wait. Um, I mean, still totally fine. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you thought it was me. Yes, because yeah. no one said, I don't know. You're the Chris in my mind. Whenever someone says Chris, even though your name is Christopher yeah. um, or Daddy, I'm always like, oh, yeah, Chris. Usually people say Christopher, though. Usually, but like, I don't know. My, 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 but you call me Chris and, and our closest friends call me Chris. So that's, and, that's an easy confusion. Yeah, when you're in trouble. Chris. <laughs> no, actually, when I'm in trouble, I get Christopher. <laughs> um, That's fair. I, but I did get to play with your Hypnodom at the fair. He made me drop mm. in 30 seconds. So I was in my pony gear. Artie led me around. So it was like a dog and pony show. You led me around. Um, and at one point, your Hypnodom made me go into this trance. And he he's like, you're now a horse and stomp your right foot and stomp your left foot. And I did, and I felt like a 
fucking horse. And then he led me and then he ran down the street and I followed and uh, then I trotted around him. And it was it was a really, really fun, magical time for me. So that part of the fair I really like because you're able to explore your kinks and do them in a public setting uh, and nobody cares. Yeah. As and a matter of fact, they enjoy it. Not getting in anyone's way. People enjoy the, the spectacle of it all. Yeah. That's what it should be about. Having fun, being sex positive and, and get letting your, your kinky flags fly. Um, so I did get in, I did get a little hypno experience. Yeah. Oh, he got, he had a bunch of our he friends. He had going them on there. lined up. Oh, I know. Oh, bondage otter said that was the best thing he's ever done. Oh, and bondage goes great with hypno as well. But no, my hypno dom was, was making the rounds. I had plenty of fun times. We, we do our normal pop play scenes. Um, but I had a few of our mutuals that joined in because they wanted to see me go under, mm-hmm. but then also wanted to go under for themselves. And that was that was probably my favorite part about Folsom. Folsom Fair itself, am I getting old? I don't know. But the fair <laughs> got a solid 6.5. What made the weekend for me, and I'd love to know yours as well, is the people, the socializing, getting to see all of our friends. Yeah, and so we had a private house party before the fair too. And that was mainly our friends. Uh, that came to the, <clears throat> to the party, and it was just that. I think we should just do next year and not go to the fair. <laughs> truthfully, <laughs> not because I enjoyed fun. it so much. It's an experience. You should yeah. go. For us, though, we got there, and I think within thirty or forty minutes of trying to find our friends' stage to see a demo, we we're just like, "Oh my god, this is so much." Well, this there much. that, and oh, by the way, so I I put on tall boots and my pony oh. outfit. So, oh. and changing Where's from our comfy? house party, walking down to the fair, and then trotting around in boots and running in boots, and then walking home, I was dead by the time we got home <laughs> i was ready for the glue factory right there oh <laughs> can i also say though um hey Folsom people that i'm i'm sure someone that works with Folsom is listening again great event um can we just move it to saturday it if, after Folsom berlin Folsom berlin does Folsom street on saturday, saturday yeah. it's so nice you don't feel like you're being punished by going out the day after and you don't feel like you're dying the day after either i don't know what it is about saturday but people that's had, kind of a good point. I wonder why they don't do it on Saturday. I don't know, but I just want to, I want to put it out there. I'm not saying you have to, but I'm saying it feels like you I can have more fun. I don't think they could at this point. It's been a traditional 30 years, the last I mean, Sunday of September. Some of these events are changing their dates entirely, which personally is a lot more jarring than changing a, a Saturday from a Sunday. Okay. I realize I'm not on any board, but I'm just putting it out there, Folsom. It's Monday sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday is is a fun day, but Monday sucked. I think we both took Monday off because we, we were tired. exhausted. Yeah. Um, but Saturday beforehand, we had to prepare for that party. Uh, my favorite, one of my favorite moments in my notes here was going to Costco in my full. We so we started Saturday. Let's start with Saturday. At, at the beginning of Saturday, what did we do Saturday? Saturday, so we were originally, we were, we were originally supposed to tape a live on guard episode at the Eagle on the back patio. So with a bit of history about Folsom, taking yes. questions from an audience, yeah. we were very like me and Daddy had a whole production meeting where he's like, okay, these cameras, we have this audio, I'll have this, I'll have our little Zoom audio recorder. It'll all be set up this way. I'm, I, we went to the Eagle the week before, and I'm like looking at where looking things at go. The sun, what, you, like what, what kind of shadows there like, would be, lighting, like, da, 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 da. So, and I was already kind of dreading it because I, I nobody understands what it takes to shoot video. It's a production. Um, it's a production. So I'd need a truck and bring all the chairs and the C stands and the three the people cameras and, and the, da, the people. Da, da, da. And anyway, so but I was prepared to do it. We were. Uh, but we kind of got we got caught wind the Monday before that. There was another event going on, and the other event was uh, Daddy Daycare, which is loud music. <laughs> no, no, not just one, multiple. Uh, oh, they and, triple booked. And they also had a beer bus going on starting which never at three. happens on a Saturday. So I'm like, okay, wait a second. That's going to be way too much noise, and a bunch of people that are coming to drink. They're not going to want to see four old guys <laughs> talking about the history of the community and get off my lawn. <laughs> so, which is not what we talk about, but you, well. you get the point. Um, so I was like, we, Ray Grayland, Pig and I had a little powwow on Wednesday and we're like, oh, should we just cancel? And then Grayland came up with, he's like, no, why don't we just turn it into a meet and greet? And I was like, oh, that's a brilliant idea because 
all the marketing is still in place. It, we don't have to cancel anything. Da, da, da. So we talked to the organizers and explained that we would have audio issues with everything they wanted to do. Um, I'm sorry, but just as an organizer, I, and the organizers are lovely, but the organizers didn't think, oh, we're having them for a podcast. Maybe we can't play music. Like I said, I don't they understand. Don't under, <laughs> they don't understand how these things work. They just think that we put a microphone to our mouths and it records a perfect sound. If, if you've seen our on guard episode, you know the last four episodes were not perfect sound. <laughs> They've been okay. So but we've we, had some audio issues. We've, I agree. we've fixed that. Um, so I said, absolutely not. If we've already had a few episodes recently, the audio is not perfect. I'm not putting us in daddy daycare with blasting <laughs> like Tina Turner in the background while you guys are trying to be politically correct and, and talking about the history of Folsom. Exactly. A number of so, people did come up at the, the meet and greet. Um, and we're like, did I miss the show already? So there were some people that were like, oh. Mm -hmm. But I was like, no, it's fine. We're going to, it's not a show. Now we're taking photos. But we had a great time. And actually, I, th I think I preferred doing the meet and greet. We didn't have to set up anything. Yeah, same. I got to smoke a cigar. I actually got to be an ashtray for Troy Locke, which was fun for me. Um, all the friends came out. Actually, we had one fan that drove all the way from Arizona. 10 hours. 10 hours to see us. Uh, they got to the Eagle and her boyfriend couldn't get in because no, 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 you're leading you don't bury the lead. She came in and yeah. we we're chatting with her for about 20 minutes. Right. She was very nice. She's she was so very, sweet. very happy to see us nervous to ask even for a photo. So we I took know. a photo, especially at a meet and greet. That's what we're there for. And then she goes, yeah. And my partner wanted to be here too. And we we're like, oh, where is he? And he's like, he's outside. And we look at the door right next to us. that leads outside. And he's like out, out there. And it's like, yeah, he couldn't come in. Um, his ID was expired. And we're like, wait, he had an ID, but it's expired. They would let him inside of the bar. And you drove 10 hours to see and us? For me, I'm just like, oh, come on. Like, the guy's clearly of age. He didn't look underage. He had yeah, an ID that was expired. It, it was the ID. I'm not asking for the Eagle to, like, let up their liquor license. But this guy was so disappointed he couldn't see us. So we, in turn, walked, walked through the crowd and went outside and yeah. said hello. Yeah. And, and he so, was lovely. We and, told them that the Mr. S had a party down the street. You didn't need to get carded to go in. You could just go in if you yeah. look old enough. I hear that they had a good time. They were there all day. Actually, but that's not true. Mr. S does card. I mean, I mean, if they don't want, they, they'll card if, you for alcohol. They, for alcohol, yeah. Yeah, they just want to make sure you're old enough to go but in the store. But they can get into the store. So yes. Um, and so I hope that they had a really good time. But that... I was so, I, that was so, that was sweet, but at the same time, like, I'm glad we asked where their partner was. <laughs> I felt really, really bad for them. I did too. So. No, I mean, it was, it was sweet that they were excited. They came to see us. Yeah. Um, I hope you guys had a good time at the fair because yeah, I didn't see yeah. them again after that. I didn't either, but I, I they, they already said he said saw them at Mr. S and they were having a good time. So good. That's good. Yeah. I'm glad I got the back. report back. Eyes everywhere. Eyes everywhere. Um, what other moments, though, had you really like going awe or that you just really enjoyed? Well, what was fun after that was us having to go to Costco to buy supplies for our party the next in day. Full leather. And we were in full leather. I'm in my boots. You're in your chap the shorts. The number <laughs> of soccer moms and Asian families that were gawking at me to the point where I, I literally started just started waving at them if they stared longer than a couple <laughs> seconds. Because it's kind of rude to stare. And I was in like leather shorts. They were not booty shorts fully. They were skin tight. They were nice shorts. You, you wear skin tight And a leather short vest shorts. without sleeves. And I had, you know, boots on. So I definitely gave a like a rocky horror look. You had a vibe. I had a vibe. But it wasn't like I was like twerking in the, the middle of the aisle, like aisle five. I mean, we were just grabbing <laughs> snacks and food for the party the next day. Um, but that was one of my favorite moments was just being in there in leather. And, and I was not the only one. There was a guy as we were in the checkout. That was in a harness with a button-up shirt kind of open in the uh, front, like waiting for his little with chicken bake. Peekaboo. Yeah, a little yeah. peekaboo. Um, and I, I looked at him and I was like, I, I see you. I know what you are. And there was a few. There God, a few. we're all over the place. So actually, the, f the have you ever tried to categorize a weekend with you? I have to stop you five different times. <laughs> okay. I can just let it happen okay. at this point. You, you, you don't have to blame me for everything. My notes so, are in order. <laughs> so are we going to talk about Dirty Alley? Oh, we're going back to the very beginning of the week. We already did that. Did we? No, we haven't talked about Dirty Alley. The looning. Go ahead. Okay. So this was actually the highlight because uh, Dad the Doberman dressed up. On Wednesday. Give on, a time frame. On Wednesday. Before Folsom. Yes. It's important to give context. Otherwise, people are like, where the fuck are we in this thing? <laughs> and I'm not editing this back into order, so go. <laughs> 
<laughs> so Dirty Alley is an event put on by Mr. S at the Powerhouse Bar and is always the beginning of Dory Alley and, and Folsom. Um, and usually employees put on little performances on stage. Um, and, uh, I get asked every year to do it. And so this year, and so this they, year you said no, right? No, yeah, it was, <laughs> I was literally getting off the plane from Berlin and they're like, can you do the performance? And I'm like, <laughs> so you got Tom Sawyer again. I totally got Tom Sawyer. Okay. Maybe that'll be my performance next year. I'll, I'll do something with paint. You should do, you know what you should do is you should Tom Sawyer put like a kind of like a old, like a, maybe a bit more of a, a redneck vibe, some trousers Get a, a a little tub of paint and put a, a picket fence and like just get people from the audience to come up to and come paint. up and paint it <laughs> and maybe plant people in the audience, but then start like te- like whipping their butts a little bit. Can I have some chocolate chocolate paint and have them put scat pig? No, okay, we're not going back to that, please. No. You can you can absolutely do like some normal white paint to uh, So anyway, so what I thought would be fun for this performance, because uh uh Artie has an orange and black Doberman rubber outfit. So I told him to bring that. And I thought, let's go back to remember when we did the looning episode and how much fun we had? We? Yeah. I remember it, you it popping was, in, making it was me nervous two the of us time. Mm-hmm. that did that. No, no, I know. I, I watched That's it again the other day. And you were chaotic as all fuck. Because it was fun. I will say, you you really put thought into yours, which Thank I appreciated. You. Um, I'm not saying the other demos weren't thoughtful but they, the other demos were very similar to did, dory alley did the other demos have a hundred orange balloons blown up did the other demos make me bl- do anything for them no wow. the, to answer your question no anyway my hand so, was so sore from pumping up those okay balloons. you only had to blow up two giant ones i had I to blow up a hundred small balloons and then put them in trash bags and then cram them in my car that was I fun driving there. I that too. What do you mean I don't? Okay, I'm not getting any credit here. I'm the one that introduced you. I was the MC for this event. I had to MC with Stefan of all people. Not Wait, kidding. why is that a bad downside? I never know what Stefan's going to say. So like, I know that's what makes great. it fun he and chaotic. Um, uh, that wasn't what I said. So uh, anyway, so we got the uh, balloons on stage, uh-huh. uh, and then so I started playing with the balloons and bouncing them in the air and uh, uh Artie was kind of being a brat and he would smack him away and then I kind of disciplined him Sounds like he deserved it. And uh I got one to stay on his nose and that was not planned. I was like, "Oh, this is cool cuz the friction from the balloon would stick to the rubber on his nose." Um so he could just balance it. Which was really fun for me. And then I had put a little nail in a writing crop. And so I could and just. And didn't tell the puppy. And then the puppy was carrying all of your stuff <laughs> and got scraped by the nail. You did not. I did too. I grabbed it. <laughs> Why? You... Because it's a, it's a writing crop. I don't expect a nail to be taped to the end of it. So I didn't hurt myself, but I grabbed it and like almost punctured my hand. But it popped the balloons mm-hmm. so much so that our friend Lux had to leave the building. <laughs> He was triggered by the popping of the balloons. Oh, the balloons. Yeah. And then we had these giant ones. And and the DJ played uh, 99 red balloons, uh, which just just gave it the perfect touch and ambiance. So uh, that I had a good time with. And then making uh, uh, the Doberman bounce up and down on the balloon until it popped was fun. Um, No, it was great. Yeah, we need to do more looning scenes. They're they're great. The other scenes that happen, actually much similar to our Dory cast from a few weeks ago. Um, there was a muscle worship scene, same peeps. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny and his whipping, always impressive. Though this time, it was a whip-off. Yeah, so, so Danny had a friend who... Yeah, which I don't know his name, but um, they would they would, they would would whip uh, roses out of each other's mouths. Yeah, so it was kind of like this to one-up each other. Yeah, which was cool. Uh, and then what was the first one? I, I forgot the first act. The first act was bondage with our friends. Uh, oh, right, right. It is a beautiful suspension. Yeah, in the middle of a Jar bar, which is it. always impressive. Yeah, and the the the, the rope bondage uh, bottom uh, could do the full splits, and so they suspended him with his legs wide open like scissors. Um, it was, Flexible. It was very beautiful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. So it was good, a good job night. all around. Um, so from Monday, which was Tama Finland, to Tuesday, which was just a day off to. To do things wednesday we did dirty alley thursday i think was another day off where we kind of did our own thing 
Friday was this stank. Can't be true. Yeah, because I edited all Thursday and cleaned my house for my house guests. Okay. And then you went out to do dinner with friends that were in town, uh, okay. Bull. And yeah, I, don't tell me I know your schedule. You invited me to dinner, but I was cleaning house. Oh, with Bull Barrett. Yes, that, got it. What, what, yes. Did I not just say that? <laughs> I have everything chronologically in order. I'm just giving them a full like, and here's what you missed on this episode. Well, we we jumped all over the place. It's hard we, for me to figure we, out what you're talking about. I am just trying at. to keep up with where we are in the timeline here. You're a fucking Marvel Cinematic Universe over here. A, a, a fulsome cinematic universe. Or a, a am I a multiverse? Yeah, am you're, I a multi-fulsome-verse? Something that needs multitasking. I'm a fulsome-verse. A fulsome-verse. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, Saturday we did Mr. S or Saturday we did. Oh yeah. That we've, we missed that. We did the Mr. S we? party. You keep saying we, you were there. I know, but you keep saying we, but no, Mr. S did a wonderful job. Let's give them some props. Cause they had a Friday and Saturday party, um, in their alleyway, which was not only bigger this year, but a little bit better. They had some. Tents. Yeah. It went on the entire length mm -hmm. of the alley this time. And what they did that was smart was they put tents out at the back so people would have sex there and not in the store. Allegedly. No, it was actually work because the uh, sales people could say take. Allegedly. I'm just, I'm just being. Allegedly. Oh. I don't think, I don't know if you can say that they have sex, but allegedly. Okay. I'm just, I'm just being, I'm being, I'm being like very much like I'm trying to be funny, but like. I don't know. I don't. Is it is it legal that you can have sex? Because it's not in public if it's in a tent, it, right? It, it, it is there because they're not selling alcohol. They're giving it away. It's the ABC uh, board that that's a problem. You're not allowed to have sex in bars if you're selling alcohol. They're not selling it. And the, the only thing is they were so selling it's actually beer, it's the best party in town. It's really free beer, yeah. tons of socialization, great great DJs, uh, go go dancers, uh, sex and music and shopping. What more, yeah, what they more could sold you ask? <laughs> a lot. Like I went in there a few times, and it was it was always a line down the down the hallways down the hallways. Like it was going around corners. Uh, Mr. S knew how to throw a party and kept it fun and fresh outside with great music, but had a kinky fun vibes inside where people were getting fitted. I, the number of times just taking my my hypnodom around and just seeing friends that people stop me and be like, hey, how does this, can I size, can, how does this work? Is this good for water? And I'm like, I don't work here. <laughs> I mean, I could tell you the answer. People but think like, we work there though. I No, I know. But I always walk around apparently the store with a certain uh, confidence that people just think I'm working. You, even though You walk around I with a in, clipboard so no, they think that you're No, I'm not. Important. <laughs> I was in no mistress gear except for like maybe like shorts or something. And people still assumed I was like mm. on the floor. And I was like, well, um, you, I, you, uh, <laughs> I like helping people, but I'm also like, I hate being imposed on. So I'm like, I don't work here, but you're not doing that right here. You go I'm like, I'll fix it for them. Mr. S had a good, they, they did a good job this year. And then how did we end the weekend after the fair? Would you like to tell me? Real Actually, we did Chinese food. We did Chinese food. That's my favorite tradition we have. We, we order uh, Chinese from Big Lantern and come up here and eat orange beef and brown rice. That's my favorite. Except, um, they forgot the brown rice again, again. And you can't blame uh, me because I handed my phone no, to you I and know. you ordered the brown rice. I ordered two orders of it. I know. No, I added a second order. I remember it distinctly. But yeah, they didn't give us any brown rice and they gave us a white rice. So we, we know we know what you are. But it was really nice because we, we walked there from our party and we walked home. The city, it's always just a nice vibe when you're able to walk to and from. Though I will say, please be careful if you're going to be walking to or from Folsom by yourself with other people. Um, I did hear that there were people that were uh, in cars that like actually uh, assaulted Har someone and people. no, 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 uh, mugged them oh, no. with a gun in their face. So, but because wow. that person was by themselves walking home from the fair around like seven or eight from the bars or something like yeah. that, you got to just be careful and be mindful. Like just a big old PSA, no matter what you're wearing or how you look, like just be mindful of where you are, if people are following and always go with a buddy at the very least because I don't want y'all getting in any trouble. Yeah. As the woman with her laptop <laughs> realized, too. They were visiting from London, too. I felt so oh, bad. Oh, I hope she got her laptop. That was a work laptop, you yeah, said. Yeah, it was a work laptop. And she also bought you guys lunch, right? So yes, shout out to her. because nice. If, if she didn't do something after you guys raced after, <laughs> geolocated an Uber and... Oh, wait. The last note here. This is perfect. Okay. So... But you're not going to talk about real bad? It was... 
real something real no bad. i mean i always have a good time at real bad which is like the party but let me let me sorry not to jump back and forth a bunch but i'm here with a chaotic daddy um as far as ubers go so the day that we went to the mr s party mm-hmm. um me and my hypnodom were meeting you and Artie there so we grabbed an uber and as we get in the uber i look in the front as i'm getting in and our very like fairy vibes like radical fairy vibes as the driver sure and they were wearing a bulldog harness from mr s with a like a furry jacket over it like a, a full fur jacket and he was like so where are you guys going oh 385 8th street interesting and i was like oh just to this little shop party and i don't think he understood that 385 8th street was mr s leather because we pull up and he's like oh my god mr s leather and i was like and then he looks back at us he's like oh Oh, cute. Okay, well, um, I'm canceling my next trip because this is where I was going anyway. <laughs> so he literally cancels his next trips. He parks. He finds Doris Day parking in front. Wow, you use that term right. I'm so proud of you. I don't know if I ever used this term wrong. I don't know. Okay, Just, well then, yeah, I've never heard you use proud. it. That's <laughs> we pop out. He he turns off his car. He says thanks. And guess who I saw by the little blue tents in the back alley of Mr. S. Leather? <laughs> Your little Uber driver. Yeah, he was having a good time. <laughs> okay. That was a really wholesome moment, though, sure. in all ways, shapes, and forms. Um, but then, Daddy, was like the final, after we come home and relax, we have a nap, we eat our orange I beef. I took a two-hour nap after the orange beef. Same. And, and then uh, we all uh, took an Uber to, uh, we didn't get the same driver, but no. uh, to the real bad party. Which uh, is... I, I liked it. It was it's it's what real bad is, which is dance music with lyrics every once in a while, popsicles, and a dance floor full of sweaty people. So that fun. was my favorite moment. Where the two, <laughs> we had found this nice little balcony over the uh, dance floor to kind of dance and chill, and we could see everyone on the dance floor. Well, they come through with these popsicles, and the big muscle boys next to us thought. This is going to be a great selfie. <laughs> but you know, though, they, they had no spatial awareness, no idea what they were doing and high as a kite. <laughs> so they were like knocking me over and it's like, Bill, Bill, no, you need to do this. And, and they're all trying to suck their po- popsicles like very erotically. And it's not coming out. <laughs> Just, you know, what's really full, funny, though, is I know exactly who the model was, too. I oh. recognize their tattoos. Oh, I wasn't and looking at them. They, they didn't post that in. photo. But oh. I was I was literally over in the corner. Like, I pulled out my phone because I was like, oh, these girls are so cute. But I I pulled out my phone to give them a little spotlight. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, oh, no, no, no. Bad angle. Bad angle. And they're like, come over here. And I was like, yeah. no. They changed positions like five you, times I, as yeah. if the lighting would After be better. After the third the position, club? I said, I'm sorry. I'm going to eat my popsicle. And they had one of their other friends be the light. I was just trying to be nice because they I, I recognized they the guy. They were a hot mess, though. A lot of the boys at that party are hot mess. So that's that's the that's the reason because. I had friends that were were gonna do lunch the next day, and I I, I called I called, or I got, eventually got a hold of them. Like, oh, we had too much fun. And I was like, I know, we all did. <laughs> we all know, we all did. There's no there's no shame in having fun at the at the parties, you know. As long as you're having a responsible, respectable time, and you ain't causing any harm to no one. It's all fun. So Folsom, in a nutshell, Daddy, do you have a better forward description? Oh God, or is it the same? I'm so bad about this. Uh, chaotic. <laughs> Yeah, that's one. Fun. Okay. Uh, exhausting. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of feelings. Friends. Aww. Uh, okay. Um, hypno fun social time. That yeah, Folsom was very social, and that's that's as I get older in the community. Oh, I'm so old. Um, I learned to just appreciate the people, like the Sunday party. I want to know your favorite moment altogether, but our Sunday party with our friends that was just social. We had our music playing. I was able to make food, go around with trays, like just have moments with friends where not only do we get to feed them, but we get to appreciate our friends. What I enjoyed about our party is because um, your landlord, who's this old guard leather man mm-hmm. that we love, and he's so dear and he's so good to us. He opened up his second floor apartment and they did a bloody Mary bar. So it was a bunch of old guard, older kinksters that were hanging out in his apartment. So what I would love to do is take the fresh new kinksters upstairs, introduce them around. They loved talking to them in the history. It was just this commingling of different generations of leather kinksters and uh, everyone getting along. But I really, the highlight, it was taking 
them into our landlord's bedroom uh, because when you step into this bedroom, it is like walking into 1980 dungeon. And this is where he sleeps every night. It's a wood four poster bed. He's got a tube TV on the nightstand with a VCR where he still watches his VHS tapes when he has sex. Um, it is just like walking into a time capsule and it is it's uber sexy and uh, everyone appreciated it. So that was your favorite moment all weekend? No, that was my favorite moment of the party. Oh, no, I'm asking, what, what is your favorite all, all weekend then? Hmm. I think I think doing the looning scene was fun because okay. that was that was I like that. And I, I think the meet and greet at the Eagle. Uh, that was when I was my most relaxed, able to just talk and socialize and have a cigar during daylight hours. That was lovely. And then also Artie's visit. We had some really great sexy times at night. He's a good cuddler. Uh, we did some ABDL stuff. So I've explored that a little bit more with him. Um, and overall it was just really, really super nice. I, I love asking you a direct question and, and you just keep going. And that's what I love about you. <laughs> I answered you directly. What are you talking about? I asked, what was your favorite moment of the weekend? And you just gave me five moments. Well, they were all my favorite. <laughs> and as they should be, thank you. None of them are more favorite than others. Right. Daddy just doesn't like know equally. how to answer a direct question, and that's okay. No. So, with that said, Daddy, <laughs> stop making fun of me. Where can people find you if they want to see all of the other fun exploits? <laughs> if you want to see uh, me on Twitter, you can go to Christopher Weston, um, and that's Christopher with a K. And if you want to see the naughty stuff and the things I shoot, uh, you can go to mrchristopher.com. You can find me at Pup Amp Everywhere. This has been What's Your Safe Pod of What's a Safe Word Production. And if you want to stick around for the aftercare, that's happening right after this on our Patreon, which gets not only video versions, early access to weekly videos from the YouTube, but extra content here or there as well. And we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye. So Folsom next, what, what's the next Folsom? Folsom, are we going to Folsom East? Ooh. Oh, we I've never gone to Folsom. We never have. In Maybe that's next year. I hear it's a very small event, though. Well, so was Folsom Berlin, but that's what made it nice. No, I mean, like, five tables small. Oh. Well, then, let's add a sixth one. What's the difference coming <laughs> oh, to Folsom East? Oh, we could do. We, we could we do that. Could, but that oh, my God. Be... Taking product to New oh, York. Oh, gosh. Though. That would be Jesus. the worst. Oh, my God. See you next year, New York. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>